0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stories of Hearts Emotion Motion podcast. My name is Aaron Frazita. I'm the Mission Trip Director for Hearts and Motion, and we have a special pod today coming to you from Guatemala. We're super excited because we have a group from, uh, with us from Dominican. And would somebody wanna kind of explain who you are and what you all have been up to?
1: Hi, um, so we're physical therapy students from the Dominican University of New York, formerly known as Dominican College of Louisville. Um, And we're here with Hearts in Motion. And we're very excited to explain our wonderful stories that we have for you. Awesome,
0: great. We're excited to have you guys. And you have a few friends with you. Who else is with you uh, today? Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So my name's Allie, the one that just spoke.
0: Uh, my name is Manny, I'm a third year D.B.T. student.
2: I'm Sarah, I'm also a third year D.B.T. student.
1: My name is Magdalena. and I just finished my first
0: year. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for being on here today. Um, What was it that made you want to go to Guatemala with Hearts in Motion?
1: So I'll start, um, I actually went on this trip last year. And learned about it through my school. So a couple of years ago, a group of students started up this adventure to Guatemala. And it's just been going on ever since. And to come again is such a great experience. I saw how amazing the prior years' experiences have been, pictures, stories, and being able to touch all these people and heal all of these citizens of Guatemala that don't really have access to healthcare. Really made me interested to be able to come and and share my skills for people that don't really have that access. So um, and to be able to do it again has been such an amazing experience.
0: Anybody else? What made you want to come down uh, to Guatemala?
3: I'm pretty much in the same boat as Allie. All I right, this is my second time here as well. Um, we learned from school and do pictures and everything. Everyone's like talking, you know, very nice things and everything. And so far, like just seeing seeing how many lives we've changed is just, you know, amazing. And they're always so grateful and having a smile on their face. So it's very much like the reason all you know coming here and doing the best we can from what we learned from school, applying here and changing lives.
0: Awesome.
2: So like Manny and Allie, I wanted to come uh, because I want to give back. So I want to give back to people who don't have the access that we have, but also we came here, we were able to actually share our knowledge with some of the PT students or not even students, the PTs here. And they were able to give us um, some information and teach us things as well. So that was, that's huge. That's going to, that's going to do way more than, you know, a, I don't know anatomy class or something you know what I mean yeah
4: I've also heard about this trip um from my school and uh, the friends that I made there that have already gone and I have family that live in uh, parts of the world that are similar to the conditions here or even other family members from Central America and I have just heard and seen things that um it's not like back home so I know that this is a part of the world that needs it most and communities and people here would benefit a lot from what we learned in school. And even here, I've seen the difference that one session has made and it's been really eye-opening and you know, us emphasizing what people can do at home and it's just been a beautiful experience. And yeah, it's what it, we came here to help and that's what we've been doing.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you all so much and thank you for what you've been doing down there in Guatemala. Uh, it's very much needed. Um, while you've been down there you've been doing pt clinics where um what clinics were you guys out in the field were you at the hearts and motion clinics where where were you all working
1: mm-hmm. um we actually went to both mm-hmm. um we went to a hearts in motion clinic right here and to cool it
4: um
1: and we actually had some patients that have been going to their clinic but to be able to treat those patients from our knowledge, from our perspective, even makes such a great difference here. Again, like Sarah was saying, being able to share our perspectives and our thought processes behind their injuries um, has been a great way to approach these communities. And we've also went to other pop-up, we've created pop-up clinics um, from where we are here, We've um we've driven an hour, a half an hour or so to other communities around, and there's also been pop-up clinics, like I said before.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> That's awesome. The pop-up clinics are so key because it it's one of those things that people don't realize like for us to go a half hour an hour away um, isn't a big deal. We hop in our car and go, but that public transit um, down there they may not have the money even to be able to go you know half hour an hour away um, for therapy.
2: Exactly.
0: yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. People hear
4: about it through like word of mouth or you know there might be some signs around but the fact that so many people are willing to you know come here on a bike or motorcycle which might have been the same way that they got injured or some people even coming here on foot walking for miles just to get help has been you know it truly shows like the willingness that they have to get better yeah. and a gratitude that I I don't really see too often in the states so it's been an incredible experience.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And speaking of motorcycles, that was one thing that surprised me. The first one of my first trips down there was how a motorcycle down there is a family vehicle. It's not an individual <laughs> yeah. individual vehicle yeah. Like yeah. here. Um, no helmets either. No helmets. Yeah, no protective gear. Um, baby sleeping on the lap of the mom who's yeah. dad on back or whatever. But um, what's something that surprised you from your time down in Guatemala? Um,
3: I want to say pretty much like the different amount of cases we have seen that like you might not see in states. Uh, a lot of neurological diagnoses that are not very common in states are very common here. I think that's something that really surprised me and it caught, kind of caught me. I've gone in a way of like how to treat. I'm like, okay, I have seen this, but what can I do? And that's pretty much it. You wanna, you
1: wanna, like. Um, There's also a lot of cases where we see that could have been easily fixed in the States. So, and that's something that we don't get to see in the US and to be able to figure out ways to approach, approach these injuries is really, really challenges us. Um, And that also allows us to bring that knowledge back to the States too. So the injuries that we see for example, just a simple fracture that could have been hours and hours away from the hospital and their, he- their foot heals in the most non-optimal way mm-hmm. is something that we have to figure out how to treat here and do our best. Whereas in the States, you can get surgery within that day, hour, next day, and it right. could easily be fixed.
3: And also, when the surgery said it, they do have, mm-hmm. they just tell them basically to like rest up, don't move. And for example, like a total hip replacement stage, are pretty much walking the same day. Yeah. And over here, we, for example, in my case, I saw a patient who had a total hip replacement and they were basically not weight bearing for about five months.
0: Oh, wow.
3: So that was pretty crazy to see. I and mean, we pretty we, you much know, got her weight bearing. So that was victory in itself. I was crazy to see like acl repairs and meniscus repairs it's pretty much you know you could walk and like in the same day like you could do a lot more and over here they pretty much talk to telling them don't move you know be safe and then they also have like a fear component to it they're scared now because the doctor told them don't move so that's also pretty much a, a challenge that we're facing here
0: anything else that surprised you all from the trip
4: yeah same regards to the healthcare. Um, just different precautions. I, I think the mentality here is if it hurts, don't touch it, don't move it, wait until they feel better. But sometimes uh, we just have to make the patients understand. So like patient education and tell them it's okay to push to a certain point of pain so that the mechanics get better once, uh, you know, their muscles get stronger and then they'll feel better after that. But I think, uh, yeah, just the patient education on
2: that was something that Um, Is very different from what we see back home. I think it's amazing to see how much these people, they come in and they wait for 15, 20 hour, two hour, whatever it takes to get seen. And then they are so motivated and willing and they just, everything that you tell them to do, they just soak it up. And they're like, okay, we're going to take this with us. We're going to go because they just genuinely want to get better, which is amazing to see. That's
1: like, that's yeah. one of the happiest things that I can say I'm taking away from this. Um, going off of that, I think that it's our I think that our treatment and knowledge is is very much appreciated here. Um, rather than back in the states, it's kind of taken for granted and undervalued. Um, but every person that we come across is just so grateful to be treated by us, you know, matter how much access they do have to um, health care.
0: Awesome. awesome. <clears throat> and, I, and this next question, excuse me, it could be from if, for those of you who have been twice now, it could be something from your first trip or from this trip, but is there a story or something that happened to you while you've been down there um, that you feel like is just going to stick with you moving forward?
1: So I had this one woman she was around 28 years old and she came in with severe weakness in both lower extremities. Um, very young before her injury, Zuma, Zuma dancer, Zuma teacher, very, very active. Um, and she, other symptoms were fever, rash all over her body. And she went to the hospital um, about a month ago and they told her that she had arthritis. And she sat in a wheelchair for 28 days, and um, you know things things like that may happen in the states, but it's it's very unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually someone athletic, they usually get them back and moving. But um, so I was working with her, and we screened her and examined her and everything, and. We were able to get her up and moving and able to use her leg. We were able to provide her a walker, a gait belt, and we were actually able to educate her mother to help her use the gait belt and the walker because it would have been very unsafe to send her home um, without any help. So to be able to get her up and moving and for that being the first time after 28 days, and her being so grateful and her mom being so grateful to be able to walk and have that education now and knowledge and the walker and the belt is just something that's so touching. And again, they were just so grateful and appreciative of it. It's just something that I'm going to take and carry that on, that people out there still do value healthcare and value our services Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. so that, that's my story <laughs> anybody else is there a story <laughs> or something that happened while you were down there that um you know is just going to stick with you
2: so many and i had the privilege of working with this gentleman um, he's from guatemala but he went to he lived in arizona he got his u.s citizenship And he was recently diagnosed with ALS. And I don't know if you know anything about the diagnosis, but it's not a happy ending. Mm -hmm. So he came back. Um, And on a side note, it was actually really interesting because I don't speak Spanish at all. So Mm -hmm. to be able to talk to him in English and understand, it was, hurt me up a little bit. But um, in the end, he was amazing. And he had reached out to the ALS community, and um, they had given him a wheelchair. He flew back here to be with his family because he needed help. They he wasn't able to get his wheelchair over, so he was provided with one here that wasn't optimal for him. But he found out about Heart in Motion and came to the clinic, and um, just randomly were able to see him. And he his nephew and niece came along. And they were so gentle, so amazing. His nephew helped him. Like, we said, can you show us how to transfer? How do you get out of bed? How do you get into bed? How do you move around? And his nephew came over and he did everything perfect. He did everything that he was supposed to, exactly how he was supposed to. And it was just genuine love there. It was amazing to see. And this guy was just... Everything he told we told him. He he was just okay. I can do this. I'm appreciative. He had his family there to help. They like everything that we were able to give. Um, they equally gave back to us. Just in that one session, right there.
0: That's awesome. It's awesome. As you think about um, your time while you've been down there um i'm gonna guess that maybe you would recommend it to others since especially two of you guys have been now twice now um yeah but why do you would you tell others and and it can be pt folks and it could be you know non-pt folks but why would you recommend that folks travel with hearts in motion and and serve down there in guatemala i think hearts in motion is
1: such an amazing nonprofit organization that, again, just wants to give back and that's all they want to do. Mm -hmm. They put others first. They put others' injuries first. And to be able to find a population that, again, has limited, limited access to health care and be able to just want To treat them and put them first and get them back to function and health is definitely an organization that you want to take this adventure with. Um, So that's why I definitely recommend Hearts in Motion as physical therapy students or physical therapists to come on this trip and be a part of Hearts in Motion and be able to help others as much as they can with the knowledge that they that we have, and um, yeah,
2: awesome. I mean, as far as I've seen, Hearts in Motion isn't just PT either. Like they reach out to other, like we helped unload this trailer of of school supplies and desks and chairs and fire hoses and what? oh, the little like bikes. <laughs> yeah, it bikes, was great. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I mean, it was—it's just—it's just not just PT, right? It's—it's yeah. it's a community. It's—it's yeah. it's more than just that. They yeah. like—they love this. They love giving back, and they don't actually ask for anything in return, which is, which is amazing. Which you know is how it should be. I feel. Yeah.
0: Well, I have to say, as the person on this side who kind of uh, worked with the the person who led up that container project, thank you for unloading it. I heard you all. <laughs> of course. <at> <laughs> in the morning. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you for that. But. Um, Yeah, it's amazing to the connections that are made that uh, container was actually put together um, by a small church in Kentucky, um, who fundraised $15,000 put things together, uh, the desks collected desks and all the school supplies and then got it down there. And then you all uh, were on the fun end of it, what I think is a fun end where you get to hand it out and see the smiles of the people. So thank you for doing that. and I know that uh, I'm going to plug, Jamie's listening too, I'm going to plug here because PT, actually, we're working on uh, a container fundraiser right now uh, for physical therapy supplies um, to get down wow. there. It's uh, $15,000. We've got a, a lot of wheelchairs and um, crutches and walkers and things like that back in our warehouse in the States. And we're trying to to fundraise the money so that hopefully by uh, summertime, we can get a container ready to to get down there. So. Uh, that's a direct PT connection too. So that's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So thank you all again for doing that. Um, is there anything else from your trip or your experiences down there that you would just want to share with folks um, about traveling to Guatemala and serving down there?
2: I mean, I would say have fun because I mean, okay, I don't speak the language, but I was able to last And I was able to just genuinely have a good time with people who equally don't speak my language. So um, just enjoy yourself in every way that you possibly can. It's just a good time. And and reach out and, you know, take chances, learn new things, take a step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You're just taking, like like Sarah said, you're just taking a step Mm -hmm. out out of your comfort zone. And you're just coming across experiences that you probably won't ever come across in the United States. And to be able to have that experience and knowledge and spread it towards others is, can make a change compared to if you didn't come.
3: And also like touching on to like, why I would recommend coming here. I would just say like, just to get a different perspective on, on the sides of the world, um also to like just i forgot what i was gonna say that's <laughs> <laughs> all right it's kind to say I can't say yeah.
1: enough
3: can't say enough too much yeah Recommendation, yeah. but like that what it was for
1: to come to the one. with hearts and emotions
3: someone continues on <laughs> until i remember yeah
4: i would say even when we were on site with um staff that's usually here talking to them um getting their perspective on things not even just working in the clinic but um their everyday lives here and what it's like to live here because i think i do speak spanish and that gave me a better understanding of um the patients' day-to-day lives and um what they have access to yeah and just giving me a new perspective on um being grateful i guess yeah and to be here and helping them. So yeah, talking to them, getting their stories and meeting new people was also a really nice thing to experience.
2: We also don't just do PT. Um, we go out, we do our clinic stuff, we come back, um, work out very well. But just last night, I have to say, we went and played basketball with some of the, um, manny wants to take it over from here.
3: Oh yeah, basically, yeah, that's pretty much (laughs) what I wanted to say too. Like playing basketball with the community and seeing how they were competitive. They were like, I was like, I was sweating and everything, and they were just keep on. They were having fun. In they won, they beat us
2: by one, by one, by one. They beat
3: us, and um, even after they were like so grateful too, like saying thank you and everything like that. And so it was just a fun time. And I think
0: tonight we're also gonna play soccer too. So. Can't wait for that. I'm still covering it from yesterday,
3: so-
2: <laughs> yeah, you go. you're gonna lose. Perfect. I'm just
0: gonna tell you right now, you're gonna lose tonight.
2: <laughs>
4: Perfect, love it. During the basketball game, me and some of the girls went to uh, one of the one of the locals' homes, and we actually treated a, a girl there, and that was after hours. But it, it felt it was nice to actually go into their homes and see what they have access to, and um, we asked the we asked the girl's dad for a belt, and he just like pulled it out from behind him and he was like, yeah, like we can use this. And, yeah. um, it was just nice to see like what in their own home. So it was even, we even did a little home care too. So that was a nice experience. And then we went outside We played basketball too. We went to go see a church and it was just nice to get to know the community and what it's like over here.
0: Yeah. Awesome. awesome. And then one
3: last thing why you come here too, like, um, as a PT student, um, I'm not going to lie, it gets hard at school. It gets very stressful. And sometimes you kind of lose track of your why. Like, it's kind of hard, like, why am I doing this? And when I get, I come over here and I help a lot of people and seeing the smiles on, on their faces, it makes me re- remember, again, again, getting emotional. Yeah. It makes me re- remember, like, why I'm doing this. And I'm going to continue on doing the best I can. Yeah. Awesome. I'm all doing a great job.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
4: Awesome.
0: Well, thank you all so much. Thank you for the work you've done. Thank you for agreeing to be on this podcast, and um, hopefully, we'll see you again back for another trip, maybe next year. Who knows? Thank you so much for
1: having
0: us. Thank you. You're very very welcome. Thank you all for listening at home, and we'll be back with another stories of hearts and motion soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the stories of hearts and motion podcast. Follow us on Facebook at HIM Hearts in Motion. That's him, Hearts in Motion. On Instagram at Hearts in Motion. Or on TikTok at Hearts in Motion 1. That's Hearts in Motion with the number 1.